Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk to folks who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. Boy, could we use some do-good news uh, here because, uh, yeah, you heard the, the Rona is still around. Um, I've been reading a lot about uh, events being canceled in this region and across the country and uh, either delayed or canceled. We need to get to the bottom of what the heck to do and what to do really quickly. So, of course, I called up my uh, my good friend, Deidre Hildman. She's uh, Deidre Hildman. She's the founder of 13th Hat. Which is a event company uh, here in our region, and uh, she's done enough events uh, to help us out and navigate some of these pieces because uh, the amount of information is super confusing coming in. Teacher, hi, welcome to the show. Welcome. I I mean, I'm glad to be back. I've I've been on the show before. This is fun. It's going to be awesome, and uh, this is going to be one of those quick, down and dirty, practical things that you get to go. Uh, you don't have enough time to listen to a three-hour podcast on things that you can do right now. You probably have to make a decision on your event immediately. And so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to go down and dirty, get some practical tips and tricks to get you on the road to either throwing a successful hybrid, virtual, or in-person event, regardless if there is a global pandemic still kicking butt. Okay. So, but before that, Deidre, I know people are tuning in. They're trying to get through this. Before we get to that 5,000 foot view, who you are, what you do, why we're chatting today. All right. Uh, Deidre Hillman, founder of the 13th Hat, which as you mentioned, is an event strategy and planning company. And so we are all about building experiences. Um, We lead with radical hospitality and yeah, I'm located here in North Dakota. The way, the way it should be, because our resiliency and uh, skill sets uh, here is amazing. Okay. Um, the new variant is spreading like wildfire. Uh, so either, this is, either this is the end game, right? And everybody's going to get infected so we can all just move on with our lives, or this is going to continue. But it's getting really aggressive and people are freaking out when if you have an event. What is the first thing that you should do as someone who has an event coming up to just think about or execute right out of the gate? Well, first remain calm. Um, I I get it. We are all tired. We're all tired. Um, We were ready to be back in person. Maybe we did have some in-person activities and now everybody's regressing a little bit. So first thing, keep calm. Um, Second thing, you, you were equipped, we were equipped. So we're going to repeat some of the things that we did last year. There's some technology and I know we're going to get into that. There's some new ways to interact with people, some great, very cool hybrid opportunities. But, um, you know, I just met with a client this morning and I said to that client, we need to be realistic 
we have an event coming up in three weeks. We're going to start getting the the questions. So let's be proactive. Um, Let's be proactive. What are we going to do? What's the messaging that we're going to put out there? What are the opportunities for people to get their refunds or still contribute and donate to the cause? Um, How can we make sure if they do show up that they're remaining safe? I mean, this is the time that we're in, but my advice to everybody listening is please remain calm, right? You're going to get to cry in your beer later, get through the season. What they're saying about this new variant is it's, it is, it's angry, but it's moving fast. And so we may have an opportunity to just pause temporarily. Um, I, and that's the advice I give my client this morning. Like we just need to, we need to be realistic about, about, you know, we've got to raise funds, we need the money. Yep. Um, so we've got to tell our story better, differently, all those things again. I love I love realistic. Um, I think if you have invested a lot of time, you've got a committee that's dedicated months of months of resources and energy and effort into this. I realize that there is um, the sunshine and rainbows you want to put on the event. Not us, not our community, not this time. Being realistic is such a wonderful piece of practical advice and being self-aware about what the reality on the ground is. Don't look to the ones who are just trying to fluff numbers and make sure that it's not as bad as it seems. Be realistic. And what are some other tips you can get on the realistic front too that that we can do that's going to help us communicate the realistic possibility that this isn't going to work in a way that's not abrasive or in a way that's not naysaying the event itself. Cause I think that's probably some of the, the um, hiccups or the hangups that we have in the nonprofit community is like, I don't want to tell them this again. I know. I know. Well, we worked on our messaging and I, I just love the timing of this because I truly sat with the client today yeah. who's got an event coming up in a couple of weeks and we worked through the messaging. We looked at messaging again that we used a year ago and um, we've implemented some new technology. There are so many great new ways you can do fundraising online. I mean, from the online auctions that you maybe were doing a silent auction, um, the, the craft cocktail kits, kits that you can ship out. Um, so, uh, so. I, I know this is hard. It's hard to hear, but if you're hosting an event, it, it's real, they're real life. You have to be used to coming up with plans B, C, and D anyway. So unfortunately you're going to reach out the shelf. You're going to dust off some of the things we had to do a year ago, maybe make some phone calls to some partners um, and, and find out, you know, what's something I can do different. We've, we've been virtual. We've done the hybrid. I need some new ideas. I need to sharpen my tools. Um, but it's in the delivery of the message that you're going to give. And I think people appreciate proactive. I don't, I don't think a lot of people like the surprise of what do you mean you're counseling? It's last minute. It's tomorrow. It's three days from now. I already have my plane ticket. I already have my outfit, whatever it is. So I think get, get my first piece of advice is get proactive, but be careful with your messaging. It's like we are being, the messaging is we're being cautious. We're being aware. Um, I don't think anybody wants to hear that we're following the standard CDC guidelines, blah, blah, blah. Like, what is your policy now? Seriously, company, what you've had 18 months to put a policy in place. What's your policy? Um, if you need it, get your board's backing in the messaging. Maybe the message comes from the board. Maybe you put somebody between you and the messenger. You know, those are some of the things that I, I would probably recommend. I love the proactiveness too. That That is something that we typically have always done. 
But then in this world of digital everything that um, you can easily cancel a meeting or you cancel some of these kind of things, that's not the case when it comes to an event. You've invested too much time, energy, and effort into these things. You have to be proactive. I love what you said about getting ahead of the message too. If you start the messaging, you don't have to play catch up or defense. You can also go out of the gate. We are intend, we intend to have this event or we intend to have a version of this event. Your proactiveness also, and this is where I love the, this is where my glass is almost half full or mostly full, (laughs) is that your proactivity allows you to pick up the phone and have conversations with the donors who are going to be there in the first place and say, and say, Hey, listen, I wanted to call you first. You are on my priority list to get a hold of first because I know how much this means to you. Do you know how much that sounds like you are going above and beyond, even though you're going through the basic routine of this kind of thing? That puts you in the driver's seat for the conversation rather than on the defense, right? Yeah. And and by the way, just remember, you're not going to please everybody. <laughs> you're, you're still, you're going to have one donor that's going to say, move forward. You have one donor that says, Thank goodness, whatever your plan, you know, your, your plan is. Um, but that human connection that everybody has been craving. Yeah. Pick up the phone, make the, make the call. If, 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 if time is of the essence, if the event's next week and you need to get the message out, drop an email, make the phone calls, you know, tomorrow morning or, or whatever it is. Um, reach out to your local university and get an intern to help you get the messaging out. So you can focus on the phone calls. These people matter they matter. And, and so I, I like that idea a lot. I, I love that. Um, you had to mention the people who are going to get mad at you and they're going to have an opinion. I want everyone to have this perspective and it, regardless of whatever your politics are, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Your perspective has to be one of abundance and the one of you want to associate yourself with people who love you as an organization rather than an event and a political statement. And the person who gets really mad at you for canceling an event or postponing an event because they're going to say it's political or going forward with an event and they're not going to show up because it's political and they get mad at you. Do you really want them as a supporter? Do they really care about the mission as much as you? And who cares? Move on. There are plenty of other people that you can probably embrace based on your decision to recruit as part of team, whatever nonprofit you work for, better than that one person who says in poo-poos and nays and becomes the cranky pouty pants for whatever decision you make. That's true. People, I think people have um, sometimes forgotten the difference between an event and a fundraiser, right? And we're talking, we're talking nonprofits, reminding them that um, there's a cause behind this. It wasn't just so you could, you know, whoever it is, go get your hair and nails done or show off to, you know, your clients or, or sit at the front row of the the table in front of the stage because you paid the the highest um, sponsorship level. Yes. All that matters. But you're right. Do you want, are they probably not your cheerleaders anyway? No, they're not probably your, yeah, they're not your true leaders. They're probably not your cheerleaders. And frankly, who wants that bad vibe at your event anyway? You either read some person or virtual. <laughs> um, uh, you, you mentioned technology. And, yeah. and over the past two years of this dumb pandemic, we have seen a burst in really cool things that you can do. Uh, and, and I also love the fact that you need to start thinking about this because that's the, where your creative juices start flowing is how can I use whatever technology that we can embrace? Uh, most likely, 
all the technology that has come out that are new products are probably not going to be new products anymore. They've probably been tried and trued and tested. So you probably can trust a lot of the new stuff that has been out in the last 18 months. But what are some of the cool tech pieces that you have seen in order to interact with your donors or supporters differently and more uniquely? Because I love getting, you know, super hot tips that I may have missed as well. And I know you have them for me. Yeah. Well, again, it's, it's dusting off the shelf and social, the power of social media. If you're not sure what the right tool is, I mean, you can connect with Patrick, you can connect with somebody like me, anybody in the production world and ask their advice or just shout, throw it out on social media. Hey, we're looking at some virtual tools. What is the thing you attended recently that had high engagement and, and you can take a look at it. The Zoom platform, um, whatever platform you, you're looking at, you might have to invest and get that next level of licensing, right? But, um, you know, that's that might be the, the something they have to do and, and invest. But take a training on it. Seriously, know your freaking tool. I mean, I hate to tell you how often we're all over the, is my camera on? Ugh you know, as my presenter here, do your tech prep, do your run of show, like what, you know, whatever your messaging it is, pause and practice, but get to know the technology. You know, you and I um, have worked on a couple of projects together. The ability to connect virtually through annotation or accolades, um, asking engaging questions instead of just how was everybody's holiday and leaving it, you know, asking some really good direct questions that can people respond to chat. Um, You and I have used AirMeet. I'm not endorsing it, but by any means, but it it does have some kind of new cool features that I haven't seen out in the market. So AirMeet might be something that, that could work. You can split them into little conference, looks like little conference rooms. You can put sponsored faces on the tables and, I don't know. Um, so that, yeah, that's, that's the technology piece. You've got to know your technology, no matter what tool it is. I love the, your idea of engaging people on social media about what experiences that they've had at random uh, webinar meetings, because it does two things. Number one, what, what free engagement that becomes of your nonprofit, good, bad, indifferent, or whatever that is. But you also get to have their experiences and then through other people's endorsement of what that should be. And then that's going to give you a real good idea of, does it match the the culture of our organization? Does it match the vibe of our event? And you're going to be able to engage with folks who have seen it in person or who have worked behind the scenes with a simple question. Your research, your market research can be done real easily through social media. And boy, they're going to be honest. There's nothing more honest than a bunch of people giving their opinion on the internet, right? Um, and that you can probably trust them because they, you, here's the event I went to. This is what the expectation was, et cetera. Without picking up the phone 10,000 times and doing 20,000 uh, demos, you'll be able to pick one out really relatively quickly. And what a great way to like throw your name out into the, the vast universe of the web, webosphere and talk about what you do as a mission. Hey, here's our event. Here's what it looks like. Here's what we're going to do. Any advice on some technology we can do in order to blah, blah, blah. Oh, great. Yeah. And don't forget to, when you're connected, maybe you decide to connect with AirMeet or maybe you've never purchased Zoom, you know, above and beyond the free version or whatever for an event you're going to want to probably, um, don't forget to tell them you're with a nonprofit and take advantage of any nonprofit discounts. I mean, that's sometimes we forget, we forget because guess what? Pivoting a live event, it's stressful. And so you forget some of those very easy things, but, um, 
yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's the engagement is a good idea. The other piece that I was going to mention, um, the online tools for silent auctions have come a long way too. So the ability for people to give from their living room or maybe from, you know, a little watch party that they're having at the safety of their home and their office and small groups. Um, and, you know, that's another thing I'm working with another client and they're, instead of doing a big open house, traditional open house that they wanted, we decided to break it up into four Friday afternoons, like mini and limited seating. So it doesn't just have to be that we go virtual. It just, how can we think differently? You know, yeah, I, I love that. And, and again, we have to remember that at the peak of the first wave of this, of this pandemic, nonprofits were making money hand over fist because people were engaged and they were really interacting. Most groups that I know have opened up their online bidding and stuck with it through in-person events. You know, and again, we're weird in North Dakota where we just stayed open the whole time for like, except for like two weeks when I had to like fly back for vacation because they're threatening to close down schools. Besides that little moment, a little nugget of information for you. But the but but even even groups here have seen the power and the benefit and the reach of doing things online, especially for your silent auction. If you are not using a bid, I used to be a non-believer, and I bet there's a podcast episode back in the day where I said, damn it, don't ever use these stupid things. They're stupid. I guarantee I said it somewhere. I'm I'm a true believer in it. The reach is unbelievable. The power in momentum you can build from the simplicity of your phone um, is, is unparalleled. You cannot get that kind of momentum in a room on a silent auction. You can digitally. So go back into the hopper. Get that regardless of it's an in-person event or thing. I love it. I love it. I mean, I hate that I was wrong, but I love the idea that I can admit it, I guess. No, we had the same conversation over it. It's good. So. I know. I'm going to get, I, I, someone's going to mention it. I know. All right. So um, you're coming up against the clock. You've got two weeks left. Um, you get your committee together. You sit in a room. What's the first thing that you as the chair of an event or you as the nonprofit asks out of the gate? You're circling around. What's question number one? About moving to hybrid? Yeah. Or just, or just talking about your event. What is the first thing we need to talk about our event? Number one. Ever? I, I mean, um, are you equipped? Are you equipped to um, market? Yep. You got to have seats in the cheeks, cheeks mm-hmm. in the seat. Sorry, backwards. Yeah, that would be interesting. That could be interesting. We should do a podcast really on that. Done. But that's is everybody understand not only what our event is so that they can market, but what their role is. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. Same page. No, I love it. You got to get on the same page. That's number one. Uh, number two, I even think it is okay. Who is you know? who's unrealistic about it. That's number two. And then what are your options? I think that's, that's another thing that's really important too, is get options out. Don't guess, make a decision and stick with it. Um, Walk me through that too. I think there's a real value in just sticking with your guns, regardless of whatever it is. There is a lot of wishy-washy I'm going to use wishy-washy. God, I sound like a 72-year-old man. There's a lot of wishy-washy little That'd things. Warshy-warshy. Warshy-warshy. Uh, there is. And I think the there is power in decision-making and a power in like, this is where we're going to go so everybody can get on the boat at the same time. Don't be back and forth, back and forth. It's confusing no. and your messaging is awful. What, what else are we missing when we get into around that room? 
Yeah. Well, I'll just echo as any leader, you've got to know the direction you've got to know the end game. Doesn't mean you can't admit you're wrong or you get new information and you have to make a change, but yes, you need to be super clear in the, in your direction. Um, you'll ask, do you still ask for money? Deidre, because I, I know somebody's like, well, we're going to cancel the event and everything's going to go to hell in a handbasket and we're never going to get people in the room. Do you still make an ask? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You make yeah. an ask. I, I just feel like there's, they, people need permission for that. They need to hear from you. I make oh. the damn ask. Oh, okay. Well, people that said, yeah, we want to be there and we want a table or we want tickets. A majority of them are there because of the cause. And that's the other thing you're going to, you might get asked about refunds. So in your messaging, you need to know what, what is your refund policy and don't be, no, heck no. Don't be scared to say, I respect your wishes for a refund um, with the exception of the fees or, or example, you know what, you have to have a policy in place. So again, make sure everyone on your staff gives clear responses to this. So um, your, your partners don't um, get one message from one phone call and an email, a different message and email, but Um, We understand the situation you're in and your decision to not come. Um, Would you still consider donating all or a portion? I mean, my God, my gosh, Uh, many of these businesses, they've set their budget. They know their decisions to give. They know who they're going to give to. And they probably already got it marked and set aside. Heck, you might, if you're two weeks out, you probably, hopefully you have the check already. (laughs) And um, you can just say, how can we make this right? Um, You know, we still want to recognize you as a partner throughout the year. Um, But yeah, ask. Ask away. And then again, I, I refuse to believe that these aren't opportunities to have conversations the way that you wouldn't have had conversations with them until they got to the event now. And it changes the landscape of the conversation. It becomes a little more serious. I understand that, but it's okay. You know, you if you're doing an in-person event, you're going to go back to your old ways anyway, right? You're going to go back to like, hey, we're just going to let them show up and we're going to build momentum in the room and we're not going to do any proactive stuff. And that was a mistake I think a lot of people make is that you didn't do the things you did in the virtual world only, which is build momentum, get it in the door, have it on the, you got everything in advance. Well, now- yeah. You just kind of let it go. And, right. you know, unfortunately, this isn't the a Frozen movie. This is this is real life when your nonprofit is coming. You needed to go and be um, secure your gifts, secure. Do, these kind of things are so important. And they've always been important. Yeah. And you just kind of let that go. So you got to You have to be proactive on that. You have to be aggressive. Okay. You have to make an answer. Yeah. And I, OK, so our event is not happening. I'm just going to play play it out. Our event is not happening, but that doesn't mean if you're a cause for animals that this many animals still don't need us or you're a shelter that this many yes. humans didn't need us. I mean, your yes. money. So, so make sure they know how they're remind them how their dollars are going to be used. We have a situation. It's not a situation. We just, we were given an offer. It's a, I'm going to call it an opportunity because that's what it is. Uh, we have one particular corporate client who it, a sponsored came on again this year, sponsored Per company policy, we can't attend. Mm-hmm. Um, so we brainstormed, who are we going to gift our tickets to? You know what we did? We gifted it to eight youth. And we made sure that in the thank you back to them, they knew that their table wasn't going to sit empty or we just weren't marking up the dollars. But truly, there's going to be eight young people 
pending any other changes in circumstance that are going to sit at their table mm-hmm. and um, probably, you know, impact them and expose them to a cause in their community that they didn't know about. So also how, uh, when you pick up the phone to say, Hey, we're making a change or you get the call, Hey, we can't come. Can you make a change? No, but how else can we use your, your seats? Yeah. There, the people that are saying yes to sponsoring your events, they have they have big hearts. Um, they have they have a, a want to give, and so they're they'll be they'll be so excited to know how you're. I I think I would be like, oh, how sweet is that? If you get a picture, let us know. We'll throw it in our newsletter. Blah, but whatever. Um, but make sure they know how their money's being used. You know, the other thing when you asked me to be here, I just kind of thought through. The other thing you have to work harder with if you go. Um, you know, hybrid or virtual right now, if that's the path you go, um, is the testaments. Who can you reach out to that would have been in the room? Um, maybe somebody who's using your products or services or has been a recipient of your grant money or whatever that would be in the room mingling and telling the story. Um, can you get them to join virtually? Can you get them to pre-record something? Can you get them to put something in the thank you letter or a statement? Um, so just another idea that I came up with this morning. Leverage your influencers, even if you're not going to be in person. It's a brilliant idea. And that's awesome. I didn't want this episode to go too long because I want you to get out there and do the dang thing. Yes. Um, Thank you so much. I mean, the practicality piece, the acknowledgement that, you know, uh, be realistic, uh, you know, sort of be proactive. This is the best practical advice you can give if you're in a situation now where you've got an event coming up and you just don't know what's going to happen. Be decisive, figure it out build a plan and go. And if, of course, if you need any help, I think people should probably call you. How on earth did they get a hold of you, Deidre? <laughs> well, you can reach me. Well, of course, you've got my contact information. My email super easy. It's just Deidre Hillman at Gmail. So D-E-I-D-R-E-H-I-L-L-M-A-N at Gmail. Um, you can call me 701-400-2598. Um, we're happy, both of us, we're happy to be thinking partners with you. And um, they're so... We, we've got options, but my, my please just stay positive, stay positive. Your donors need to hear the energy. I know it's exhausting, but we'll get through it. We've done it before. We all get through it again. I love it. It's great advice. I appreciate your perspective. I appreciate your uh, thoughts and appreciate uh, you listening here on the official Do Good Better podcast. We'll talk to you soon. We'll drop the links, get a hold of Deidre, get a hold of myself. We'll talk you off the cliff and you're going to do a okay. You're going to be fine. Talk to you later. Uh, next podcast. See you. Bye. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's do good, Y-O-U-niversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesomer, a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free, because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com, go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code podcast, take 25% off of anything that you purchase, and I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer and I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.